0: yins guys thank you for listening to the bridge to bucktober podcast where we talk all about them pittsburgh pirates and that today is april 25th 2021 your buckos are 10 and 5 in their last 15 games and are 500 let's talk about all that happened this week from wins to a pittsburgh kids retirement stick around let's go bucks What's up, Jake? How we doing, Bob? Jake is recording this week's podcast on the road. Yeah, buddy. Where are. Glad
1: I'm I'm down here in Key West, Florida. Let's go. Just got just got here about hour and a half or so ago and got the laptop out and ready to go.
0: Yeah. Exciting week. Yeah. Holy cow. We good pitching. Yeah. I mean, good hitting doesn't surprise us one bit. Nope. But we got good pitching. That's what I like to see.
1: Yeah. And and, and we, we got some good starts from some guys that we didn't expect to see yet.
0: Yeah. So, before we get into that, the Pittsburgh kid, in all of the things that happened this week, Neil Walker announces his retirement.
1: Yeah, I was... Uh, not, not, not say I wasn't really surprised at the fact that he retired right now, but I was really hoping that he'd be like, hey, let me sign a short deal with the Pirates so I can retire with the Pirates. But
0: I think if the thing with with Todd Frazier didn't happen, I think that might have been something in the cards. Mm-hmm. He could have, but that's but that's where he would have been. He would have been about what Todd Frazier is to us right now. Sure, that veteran who can who can speak good things into the young guys, who can come up in some moments and have some good moments. The only difference between that is Frazier will be able to hit against maybe some lefties that Moran might want to get a break against. But then again, yeah. that, that had to be your preseason thought. I mean, right. Moran doesn't look bad right. against lefties. <laughs> no, he doesn't. So really, your preseason thought had to be that he could play some first base. But he could also, I mean... I mean, we know Walker. He could also play a corner outfield spot. He's done that. Second base, third base. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see that happen. Yeah. It would have been nice. But I don't think that's the end. He kind of mentioned on the broadcast that day when they had him on there, you know, logical next steps. I wouldn't be surprised to see him working with the Pirates soon.
1: No, Uh, I wouldn't either.
0: Maybe a year or two down the road. Maybe yeah. not even that long. Maybe getting some cameos in here and there, working his way into. I don't know about the broadcast booth, but at least maybe even in a in a in a coaching standpoint. Especially like next next year, spring training, he'll be with the team. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, he'll be. He'll be in camp, and
0: that'll be your introductory. Will he become a coach? Will he actually do some like get in the booth and do some things like that? Uh, dude, that's. I mean, he had a great career. Good career. He had yeah. a great career. He was a good player. Yeah. And I think it's a hats off to you, Neil. We really appreciated the time that he spent in Pittsburgh.
1: Absolutely. I loved watching him play.
0: Do you have a moment? Because there's a few. There's three that pop into my head right now, and you can either pick one of these three or you can run with a different one. For me, my personal top moment was because I was at the game with you, Opening day against the Cubs, 10 innings, Mm -hmm. he hit the walk-off homer. That's my top moment personally. Yeah. But you also have the opening day grand slam in Chicago in the rain or the snow or whatever. I remember him wiping the bat off, next swing, grand slam. Also, the double in the wild card game off the wall. Yeah. So, there's like those three kind of moments for me that that kind of stood out as like big moments in Pittsburgh. But – me personally was that one that home opener against the Cubs walk off Homer in the 10th. That was, that was awesome. Zero, zero. It was a one, nothing yeah. win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that, that's the one that would top the cake for me as well. I just, I, I just love the way he, he played the game. I, he was that Pittsburgh. He was the Pittsburgh kid. And it was the best nickname we could have given to us to him.
0: Yeah. I think New York called him uh disco Neil or something. Okay. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> there's a there's a story and I forget what it is but I'm pretty sure that's what they called him or something like that. Anyway, yeah. So, congrats. Mhm. Now, Pirates are 4 and 2 this week. 4 and 2. Yeah. yeah. Playing good baseball. For sure. They win the series against the Tigers, 2 to 1. They win the series against the Twins, 2 to 1. And the the loss to the Twins, Jay Happ, former Bucko. Mhm. Was dealing, no hitter into the eighth. I don't think that it was necessarily great pitching, though. I think he had a lot of luck. We hit a lot of hard line drives. Eric Gonzalez, I think, hit the ball hard two out of the three times against him. Yeah. And there, and he's he's lining out to an outfielder that you were like, oh really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was a lot of that, but I just didn't feel like. I mean, he had two strikeouts. He wasn't over dominating. He just he just had him off balance. It was a mm-hmm. it was a it was a good like it was a good pitched game, well pitched game. Yeah. And on both sides. Cause you had Brubaker just dealing seven yeah. innings, two runs, both of them just coming off of solo homers. And he yeah, had the five K's.
1: That first that first home run he gave up. That was an incredibly lucky swing.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, it's way up. That fastball up by
1: his chin. You you don't you don't get on get up underneath the ball and hit it that far. Uh, that was
0: Four point two four feet off the ground.
1: Yeah, and he's what, 5'7"? And he's 5'9". Five, 5'9". Nine.
0: Five, nine. So, 4.25... Now, think about this if you're listening. There's a stride. Like, first yep. off, when you're when you're up to bat, you're bent down a little bit. You have a longer stride. Your head is going to drop. The ball was chin level. hmm And the strike zone is chest. So, the ball's chin level for him, and he hit it out. And he's... So, he's 5'9". Remember that Aaron judge is in the league (laughs) and he's six foot seven (laughs) and he hits home runs. And that's still the highest pitched ball that has been hit for a home run since September of 2019. So more than a year, Well, I know they shortened season last year, but still Still. for somebody who's five foot nine to go up on 95 at your chin, he earned it. Yeah. That was a good pitch.
1: Yeah, I saw the when he hit that home run. I saw the look on Brubaker's face. He's
0: like, "What? <laughs> what just happened?" Well, and then the other the other home run comes right after the play where Defos called out at first for being inside the uh, the line and out of the runner's lane. Yeah, which is the third time it's happened. Newman, it happened to Newman, and then it also happened to Newman in spring, but it happened and I'm not counting that. But it happened to Newman, or uh, and then it happened to Reynolds. Or maybe it was Newman in the spring, and then Reynolds. So maybe only twice in the regular season. But either way, Reynolds was the first one that was like, dude, that's not right.
1: Yeah.
0: He had three steps on the line. If you're on the line, you're in that lane. Even yeah. if the rest of you on the other, you're fine. But the biggest thing about the defo call to me was the pitcher was throwing it. Not from home plate what lane do you have to give him to throw that ball? Right. Not only that, but he almost beat the throw. Like it was bang, bang. And if the throws not in his way, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. So the problem with it, the the biggest problem I had with it was we talked, when we talked about this before the base is in fair territory. Mm -hmm. If you're striding to the base, you're striding in fair territory. Right. If you want them to be in foul territory, then put a base in foul territory. Yeah. I mean, I would not be one bit against it. There needs to be like another thing designated to say, "Okay, well you have to be so far inside." I understand about giving the catcher a lane to throw. This was yeah. coming from the pitcher. It was it that was a bad call. And that would have ended yeah. that would have ended the no-hitter in the 5th inning. Right. Because he would have been called safe, and then he would have got the second on the air,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that would have been the hit in the fifth inning. So then, in the sixth inning, or bottom of the fifth—I mean, bottom of the fifth inning—Cave comes out and hits the home run, and it's like that would have—I ne- <laughs> know that's there's no way to say that, but that would have never right. happened. Right? You know what I mean? But I don't know that it wouldn't have. It's just fun to say. Two solo shots. Brew was awesome, mm-hmm. but that play was garbage. If if you if you don't know what play we're talking about, look it up. Because, that yeah, it was bad. He yeah. is inside the line. Mm-hmm. But when but he you strides touch- for the base... Yeah. yeah, when he strides for the base, you have to do it in fair territory. And he was beating it out anyway. And the biggest thing for me, it shouldn't even matter where he's running because the throw came from the pitcher and not from, like, home. Yeah,
1: it was just a bad He had throw. a
0: throwing lane. That's the biggest thing. The whole reason for the, for the rule... Is to give them a throwing lane. Yeah, he had one. He should have yeah. never been called out. Anyway, so yeah, that was <laughs> that was Friday's game, and then they bounced right back and won the next two, six to two. Yeah, offense shows up, pitching still there. Surprised to see Cahill with another good outing. Mm-hmm. When he got beat, he's gotten beat really bad. In the yeah. other games, he's been really good.
1: Who's that remind you of? Early Charlie Morton.
0: Yeah, that's a good call.
1: I mean, he's not a young guy, so, I mean, it's not like it's going to change. Yeah, it's not the same thing. (laughs) It's not the same thing. But it reminds you of that. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then Will Crow gets the call up to start in place of Cool, And I thought he did really good today. Looked shaky early, but really four innings. And he's not like, he hasn't been pitching, so he threw 81 pitches. That's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And four hits, just the one run in the first. He did, walked a couple guys. You know, he got in that early trouble or whatever. Struck yeah, he, out he three. Got to he got pitch in
1: good. that AAA makeshift game, didn't he, that you got to go to? Yeah,
0: yeah, he started. He's the one that gave yeah. the ball to, to Keely. Yeah. I, I showed her, and I was like, hey, you recognize him? He gave you that ball. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, he looked fine. And he did pitch. In, uh, he pitched in the opening series, too, but he didn't get a start. Yeah. So, it actually didn't fare well. In the opening series. But he was like, like I said, he was pitching out of the bullpen a little bit. Mm -hmm. So this is him getting a start, which is what he's accustomed to. And I thought he did fine. He did a good job bridging everything, like doing what he needed to do. And then bullpen shutting it down again. Stratton gives up one run, but just on a solo shot to Nelson Cruz. I'll give him a pass on that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: He ran into some trouble, but he still got the 4Ks in his two innings and did his job. Bednar's nasty. He's a stud. Yeah. Howard's been good too. Maggie Yahoo had a good start. Meggy Yahoo, so that was the next thing I was getting into was on the doubleheader, um you said this, it's really hard,
1: super hard to sweep a doubleheader especially in the major leagues.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean you're in another another aspect of the doubleheader in the major leagues right now is you're you're only getting 7 innings to do it. Right? So I mean if you if you have late inning and come back it's the seventh inning. You don't even get the eighth and ninth inning.
0: Yeah. So if you didn't, uh, if you weren't tuned into that, uh, Miguel Lujure, uh made his Pirates debut, looked good. He pitched on Wednesday. He pitched the second game, gave up four runs on four hits, but he didn't give up those. He gave up three of those runs in the fifth. So really a solid game. But in the yeah, fifth he got inning. Through,
1: he got through four innings with, uh, with 40 pitches.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was yeah, he he, he did look he looked really good. Um he gave up a solo shot in the third. He started off the fifth by giving up a solo shot. Uh, but then after that is when it actually started, you know, he, he gives up the solo shot and then he strikes a guy out right after that. Mm-hmm. But then he walks a guy and then Badu doubles. They visit the mound, he walks another one and then they took him out. Yeah. So then they bring in Bednar. One of his runs came in, Bednar, who hasn't he didn't give up a home or didn't give up a run. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit. He did let one of the two of the inherited score, but then he gets then he gets another strikeout. But yeah, I mean,
1: his his stuff was nasty like through those first four innings, and that's that's the whole thing about you know he hasn't been pitching, right. Yeah, you know, he's been throwing his bullpens, but bullpens are bullpens. It's not you're not putting game pitches on your arm. Right. So he he went through them 40 pitches and then he kind of just lost his lost his command a little bit the next inning and and that's fine. It's it was something to build on.
0: Right. I he mean, he's good. a 22-year-old making his first start. He looks like he's yeah. like 15 years old, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the games this week were fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so when you when you lose the game, you lose the nightcap of a doubleheader, and then you lose a game where J-Hap's just dealing. Those are your only two losses of the week. I'll take that every week. You're a playoff absolutely. team. absolutely. Yeah. With all of that said, this week was busy. Wednesday, Anthony Alford, we've talked about him many times in his struggles, he gets designated for assignment. They claimed Kai Tom... From the Oakland A's, who's not on the active roster, first off, you get some days, but then Friday he's on the injured list. I don't know if he's actually injured or if this is like a COVID-type thing or whatever, but either way, he hasn't been there yet, but we claimed him off waivers. We called up Rodolfo Castro, who played in the game that he was in and was 0-3 with a strikeout. That's fine. He's also a 21-year-old, hasn't played above A ball, but he, he... Turned a lot of heads last year at the alternate site and gets an opportunity here. He -hmm. was one of the guys I talked about last week when we went to that game. He's one of the guys that hit a bomb. Yeah. So maybe they were like, hey, swinging it good right now. Let's give him a shot for a day and you know, see how it goes. But anyway, Castro gets called up from the alternate site. Miggy Yahoo has the 27th man for the doubleheader. Then Thursday was just as busy. They designated Dustin Fowler for assignment. So both of the center fielders that started off are gone. The other guy competing, Jared Oliva, is hurt right now, which kind of made you feel like, well, I mean, we're just going to see what we can get out of Alfred and Fowler. Yeah. But then the Pirates were like, you know what? Uh, I think I've seen enough. Back-to-back days, gone. Hooray, after he pitched, is back down because he was just a 27th man because they had a doubleheader. Chad Cool gets on the IL. And then Jeff Hartlieb, another relief pitcher, called up from the alternate site, and then they selected the contract of Todd Frazier, and here comes Todd Frazier now that Dustin Fowler's off. So we finally have our Todd Frazier uh, appearance here. I still think it's going to be good. Even if he doesn't perform, he's going to hit a couple homers. Maybe one or two of them are going to be big to help us win a game. But what he can yeah. do for morale, for being in those young guys' years, he's had a lot of success. Right, he's been around this game enough that he's got something to say. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm I'm in to to see how it how it happens, but Chad, cool, right shoulder discomfort. He's hurt. So now you're like, okay, well, may the best thing you can hope for is that's why he's throwing a bunch of balls. Right. But even if this is one of those phantom injuries, okay, go get it right. <laughs> right. If if you're just not comfortable because your right shoulder can't throw strikes, then I'm okay with that. (laughs) So then Friday Friday is Hawaiian shirt day. So, you
1: know, if you want to go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans.
0: Is when they actually put the the new outfielder Kai Tom on the 10-day I.O. They sent Jeff Hartley back down (laughs) and they called up Will Crow to pitch today's game. And Will Crow was good we just talked about. So a lot of movement this week for a team in the middle of a ten and five stretch. It doesn't seem to me like it's a team that's trying to tank. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's showing because I really thought that they'd ride out the Alfred and and Fowler thing. But what yeah, it's I showing they'd give is them longer. What's that?
1: I thought they'd give them longer longer leashes than that.
0: Yeah, me too. So, what they're showing to me is not only is the coaching staff and the players trying to win games, but there's also some of the front office saying, no, I mean, we still want to put our best team on the field. Right. Because you, I mean, you're not going to keep growing without winning some games.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Draft picks are not what they are in the NFL. I cannot imagine ever thinking that a baseball team would tank for draft picks.
1: Yeah, it's it, it takes so long to develop your draft picks. Even if you pick a stud, you're not going to see him for a couple of years.
0: Right now, there's like two or three guys that you could say, yeah, I could see them fast-tracking. Yeah. You know, if, if, yeah. if they do get rocker or lighter this summer, 2023, it's likely to see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is only a you know a year and a half, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, they're going to get a yeah, shot but, here.
1: But when you're talking about tanking a season for a draft pick, like in the NFL, that, that person's going to be starting that year. Yep, absolutely. You draft them in the, you know, it was in June. You draft them in June, they're starting in August. It's completely different.
0: Right. So anyway, it does show that they're willing to try some things out, but also what it shows is Philip Evans has shown us that he's a good player. And when Key Bryan comes back, Evans is on the bench. And so I think it was pretty clear that right after those moves, Evans is in left. Mm -hmm. And I think those moves were saying, we saw what we had in Alford, we saw what we had in Fowler, I want to see what we have in Evans as far as can he handle left field. And if he can, and he continues to hit, and Reynolds does fine in center and he continues to hit, then this tells me that when Key Bryan comes back, we don't have to try it then. We'll right. already know what we have.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're talking about a team right now with two outfielders on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Gonzalez can play a little bit of outfield. He can play a corner. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, Newman's seen some time in left, but you're almost at the point now where you're saying, like, I'd almost like to give Gonzalez a, a longer look at short. Yeah. He's holding down third pretty good. He made a really nice play today, diving down the line. Oh, so, he's,
1: I never realized till this year just how big Eric Gonzalez is. He's, he's huge. huge.
0: Yeah. He's not small. And that's no. why some pop can show up with him. Yeah. I just think if it continues to be the offensive production from Newman, I mean, after today's game, he's still at 181. He just hit his first homer yesterday. And he got another hit today and he's right at this point you're just like oh we got some offense out of Newman he was really yeah. good two years ago and he struggled a lot last year I don't think it's the same as what we saw out of Reynolds last year I no. think that Newman can be a good hitter but he doesn't make hard contact and and Reynolds did in his year right so Newman needs a lot of luck to be a 300 hitter and I'm just starting to believe that Maybe he's. I don't think he's a 181 hitter by any means. No, but what you saw in the spring was a lot of luck. Yeah, and when luck runs out, your batting average goes down. I didn't expect <laughs> it to see it at 181, but I think if Newman goes out there, he's little to no power. If he hits you 260 and plays average defense, I'd like to get a look at somebody else. Yeah, with that said. I don't have a lot of faith that if Eric Gonzalez does get a lot of looks, that he'll keep hitting. I think that's what makes him strong. We talked about that before the season. I have no problem with Eric Gonzalez being a guy we can plug in, and I think he'll give you good at-bats. But long-term, sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah. He's a, You know, if he's hot or cold, 240, 260, around there. If you start him every day, closer to 240. If he comes off the bench, closer to, closer to 260. <laughs> Some pop every now and again. He does give you good at bats, though. Yeah. And he gives you a great glove on defense.
1: And so far this year, he gives you a great at bat with runners in scoring position.
0: He absolutely does, which is early yeah. on something that we struggled with. Four yeah. for ten again today. So they just keep this up. They're doing good. Yeah. Polanco, another homer today. Uh hit yeah. 294 on the week. 863 OPS. Five hits, the homer today. Um, Starting to get some good swings out of Polanco. Uh, Starting to get some good throws out of Polanco. Early in the season, man, I remember he bounced, like two bounced one to second base. (laughs) And I think it was this weekend, threw one to the cutoff man beyond second base from a little deeper and right to keep a runner from moving up. And I was like, okay, it's a good sign. Mm -hmm. He used to have a really good arm, so maybe some of that will come back. Yeah. But Frazier's still hitting great. 320, 346 on base. Reynolds hitting again. And it's just day in, day out. Uh, Reynolds had two more hits today, a couple RBIs. He's at 304 right now in the season. He, he had, So he had 263 on the week, but he, he was on base, was 417.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. I'll take that. Five walks, three Ks in, a, in six games. Yeah, I'll take that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's easy. So two good weeks in a row, I'd say. Better yeah. teams, the the seven game four and four and three record, but here we are, haven't lost a series in a long time, and it's fun.
1: Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun this year. Just you know, this this past couple of weeks, you are getting able to watch the Buckos and watch them perform well. It's it's good. It's it's real good.
0: MLB put out a notification. I got on my phone. Mm-hmm. Don't look now, it said. But the Pirates, Pirates win the rubber game against the Twins to move to 11 and 11 on the season. And we're sitting here saying, like, yeah, we're 500 now, which is good, especially starting 1 and 6. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's like notification on my phone worthy. But the right. fact that all the national writers had the Pirates losing 120 games, setting MLB records and losses
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: very early in the season, but they're surprised. Yeah. And I wonder how many of them are going, maybe they're not gonna lose 120. Maybe they're not gonna lose 110. Yeah, we're gonna have rough days. But the thing I picked at was don't look now. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates fans, go ahead and look now. <laughs> <laughs> this may not last. And so if it doesn't, you may as well enjoy your favorite team right now.
1: Yeah. when absolutely. you're looking
0: forward to a season, Of a probable 90 to 110 losses, depending on who you are and what you think. Because even guys that are realistic are saying, Yeah, I could see 90 losses for sure. Even guys that are hopeful, I mean, I mean to say. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Like us. I mean, we're optimistic guys. And I said, What, 72 and 90 or 70 and 92?
0: Something like that. I was around 95, Mm -hmm. right around 95. And mm-hmm. it's the thing, it's like, yeah, we understand because we understand when we started 1 and 6, I didn't expect to be that bad right away, but we know there will be stretches of the season where things like that will happen. Yeah. And it it will end up being too much and and I think it's all based on the pitching. But there's going to come a time in every team's season where the offense doesn't click either. Maybe right. and kind of hopefully that happens at the same time because sure, you'll probably lose more games, but at least if, if you're only going to do it <laughs> once or twice, maybe you'll be able to win when both things are going well. Sure, but anyway, sure. I don't, it doesn't matter. The point is, look now because it's exciting.
1: It's good baseball.
0: Enjoy it. This week, Sam Howard, Richard Rodriguez, Kyle Crick, David Bednar, Dwayne Underwood, those guys right there, 11 and a third. No runs, 17 strikeouts, no walks. It's filthy.
1: Yeah, that's good. Those are good good numbers.
0: As a full team, this week, second best ERA in Major League Baseball. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Now, (laughs) here on this show, we look at this week. (laughs) Right. So we're good for 14th in the league, maybe. Just looked it up. 19th in the league. Once again, outside of this week, we had some blowouts early on. Yeah. So 19th in the league in ERA. We get that. Last seven days, it's different. You know what I mean? hmm Last 15 days, it's different. But we're still looking at ninth with a three thirty eight. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. It's not going to be like this. all. I mean, I think uh, with our bullpen, it might be.
1: Yeah, our bullpen looks good, and they look good to, to to do this over a long period of time.
0: Right, because I think that there are still some. I mean, Clay Holmes comes out one time, he gives up five runs. Next time, he looks great. Mm-hmm. And so I think Stratton's a little bit like that early on. So I think with that said, you know, maybe it's not the same guys that are lights out. Sure. But maybe, the, maybe some of those other guys bounce back when maybe some of the other guys struggle.
1: Yeah, we got a couple young guys out there, too, that, you know, they're going to hit their bumps on the road, their, their learning struggles, you know. They're, they're going to have that every once in a while. Sure. But I think we got a lot of talent in that bullpen.
0: Is Richard Rodriguez for real?
1: <laughs> he sure looks like it.
0: The numbers look like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't have much on him. I just I just wonder if he's for real.
1: He's... He he's he's throwing with a chip on his shoulder, that's for sure.
0: I think so. Buckos are five hundred, eleven and eleven after twenty-two games, after starting the year one and six. Not much to complain about right there. No. That's a good look. After today's game, Will Crow was questioned. He was talking. Here's his quote. We've got a really good team. And as long as people keep sleeping on us, we're gonna keep surprising everybody. We're gonna ride this wave. We're going to keep playing baseball the way we know how to and keep winning games. That clubhouse has a different story than what you hear on MLB Network, on Baseball Prospectus. They got them losing record amount of games. Right. Listen to what you get more local. And I don't mean the local radio because I know a lot of local radio can be hard on the Pirates too. They have mm-hmm. three sports to cover. You've got really good teams in the Steelers and the Penguins. So when the Pirates come along, they don't have a lot of good to say. Right. That's their take. Sometimes you got to look a little more at the source, you know? Yep. See what the players are saying. See what the coaches are saying. I, I, they just don't believe they're that bad.
1: No. And, and I don't think they're delusional. Right. You know, I, I don't think they're that bad either. I don't think they're a playoff team. But I don't think they're a record-losing, record number of losses team.
0: Yeah, and they're fun. Like, they're still fun to watch. Right. It's the underdog thing. If you like watching the underdog story, every night you're an underdog. Yeah. Just because of what everyone else thinks. Not even because of any real truths to it. Right. So, looking ahead at this week, we've got day off tomorrow, or today. This is going to release on Monday, so day off. We've got two against the Royals at home, and then we got Thursday off, and then the Cardinals come to town. The Cardinals, who are eleven and ten, just one game different than us. I, I would imagine maybe they have three games this week, so we'll have the same amount of games going into the weekend. But probably a, an exciting weekend.
1: Yeah, get out to the ballpark if you can and watch them um, games.
0: Anderson going against Junis. I'm not really I'm not familiar with him for the Royals, American League team. There's a lot of guys sometimes. If they're you know up and comers, I'm not right, right. And then Wednesday, Miner and Keller. So you get to see Keller throw. Anderson's been he's been pretty consistent. We know what we're getting from him, right? Uh, but then you know Keller throwing on Wednesday, so that'll be interesting. It's always interesting. Every Keller start is interesting.
1: Yeah, which Keller are you gonna get?
0: Yep. And then after that, I don't, we don't I don't think we really have probables for the weekend that'll come. So I don't I don't really know who we'll run into against St. Louis, but it's the Cardinals. Those games are always big. Yeah, three home games against Cardinals. If you're around, go out and enjoy the game. Sunday's a day game. The rest of them are night games. I think even the two the Tuesday Wednesday are night games. They are. So six thirty five starts all week,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then obviously the one o'clock game on Sunday. So if you're around Pittsburgh, catch a game. Get out to yeah. the stadium.
1: Yeah. I believe it's a Wonder Woman bobblehead I believe they're doing it two nights two nights of the same bobblehead I think it's Friday Saturday St Louis series
0: well, I guess there's barely anybody there
1: no it's the it's the first and second so it's the Saturday Sunday day game they're doing the Wonder Woman bobblehead I mean they probably had them ordered in bulk they probably had enough to give them out to everybody that walks through the gates for two games
0: Saturday Wonder Woman bobblehead all fans. Sunday, Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman, bobblehead. Confirmed. Mm -hmm. So if you want a bobblehead of Wonder Woman. In Pirate's garb. Oh, wearing Pirate's stuff? I mean, she'll be wearing black and gold. Okay. Actually, there's a picture of it here. Oh, yeah. She's got a Pirate's logo underneath her, but she's in Mm -hmm. black and gold. There's no Pirate's actual logo on her, I don't think. No. But the Pirate's logo on the base, and she's a bobblehead. So if you're into the Marvel, is she Marvel? I don't. I'm. I'm not really good with these things. She's DC. She's DC. Thank you. Oh, it DC. says DC right on the front. DC Wonder <laughs> Woman. I'm losing some street cred with uh with the comic book crowd. <laughs> really, it's movies. Even people who don't like the comic books are still liking the movies. I don't get right. into it myself, but sorry. for I don't
1: that. get into the comic books. I I do like the movies.
0: Yeah. So I'm uh, sorry about you know not knowing that to all the people who are way into this stuff. I do not know the difference between Marvel and DC. I know that one of them, the real names are always the first letter, right? Peter Parker, Bruce Banning, that sort Bruce of. Bruce Banner. What's that? Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. <laughs> <It's okay>. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd say quit while I'm ahead. I have not been ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. It's all right. Um, good week ahead. Enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. Pirates baseball. Looking forward to whatever comes. Guys, this is, yeah. you just have to enjoy what you can enjoy. Yep. When you're looking at a team like this, we're a rebuilding team. This year's about growth, not about wins and losses. But that doesn't mean that you can't get excited when they win. Right. Enjoy them. They're playing good right now. Maybe they'll play good down the road. Maybe this will be a lot better than even we thought.
1: Yeah. So look now. Look now. <laughs>
0: that's all we have for this week. We'll be right back here next week. I will be exhausted solo dad in this week. So <laughs> that's going to be fun, yeah. but let's go bucks.
1: Let's go bucks.
0: Thanks for listening to the bridge to bucktober podcast. Stay with us as we follow the pirates all season long. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when each new episode is released. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Bridge to Bucktober and on Twitter at Bridge the number two Bucktober. Let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear more about. Thank you, and let's go Bucks!